All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Good morning, Mr. Jake. How's it going? It's going well here. We are recording in the morning on Friday, September 14th. Jake, Paul Manafort just pled guilty. I still think he's innocent, man. <laughs> well, He's hold a stand-up guy. Well, um, so now he gets to avoid his trial. There are two schools of thought, and this just happened. I mean, we're talking within the last hour he pled guilty, and there are two schools of thought as to what will happen next. Do you have thoughts? Um, yes. Uh, you remember that Pablo yeah, – yeah, so what he's doing, he's, he's plea bargaining. Uh, he's going to get – it's it, you know when you when you plead guilty you plea bargain you get a lesser sentence you know so instead of the eighty years in prison they said he might do I think he's basically going to do six year six months sorry at that Pablo Escobar resort in uh, Colombia where he had like infinity pools and hookers and things like that oh, I would I would actually do that for eighty years that's better than my life right now yes the so, Pablo Escobar prison was amazing and that's where I think Manafort's going. I would I should commit a federal crime. So, I think they're making a prison cell for him in Trump Towers right now. <laughs> I think that's that's the deal he's getting worked out with the with the prosecution. Well, and that's the thing is, I haven't read anything about a deal with the prosecution that is involves Trump. There, are, I, I have pe- people. The the two schools of thought are he's going to flip on Trump and spill everything. And I don't agree with that. The other school of thought is he just doesn't want to go through the trial. He can't afford it. And he knows that if he pleads guilty and does a commuted sentence, Trump will pardon him. And he keeps the news of the trial out of the headlines for the next two months as we lead into the midterm elections. So that really works in Trump's favor. I lean more toward that. Until I read something that says he is turning on Trump, I believe he's doing it to help Trump because he knows he's going to get a pardon. That's yeah. my opinion. Yeah, that would. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of the way I'm going. He's. I, I don't know if it's. I don't think it's going to end up being a full pardon just because it would look so much worse. But I think it's going to be some sentence that is so ridiculously low that it may as well have been a pardon. Well, I mean. It, it, a pardon is a pardon. When Trump says you're pardoned, it is a full pardon. He's not going to say, well, I pardon you from this one, but not this one. I mean, Trump doesn't give a fuck about optics. He's a guy that pardoned uh, Dinesh D'Souza, a uh, complete asshole, and Joe Arpaio, complete fucking asshole. Right, like, that's Trump true, but I, there's a whole nother... I think even he realizes... And again, nothing shocks me with this guy, but I think even he realizes that there's another level of, of just clearly having something not look right if you're pardoning a guy who was was your campaign advisor for financial crimes and shit you know what i mean like it just it, it there's a whole another level between that and pardoning some guy in uh in arizona well here's why i disagree with you one because they could be wrong but the reports you hear from the inside is that you know he has advisors that try to keep him in line because he wants to do everything wrong. But two, if he doesn't pardon Manafort next week, which probably wouldn't happen, like he pleads guilty on Monday or today, and then on Monday uh, Trump pardons him, what happens is, what happens with most uh, politicians or presidents on Trump's way out the door, be that in 2020 or 2024, it's one of the last things he does. Like, oh, it's my last week in office. Who gives a fuck at this point? I pardon him. 
So even sure. if Manafort has to live with it for a few years. Like like those parties where you know you're not getting your deposit back, so you're just like getting drunk and, <laughs> and you're smashing beer bottles with golf clubs and things like that. I, I had one where a friend of mine was literally blowing fireballs with blowtorches circus style at the ceiling. I the when I lived when I was in college in Milwaukee, um, they did one of those in the apartment above me because I, I and I went up like they they threw the party and uh, the next day I went up there. I didn't know them, so I didn't go to the party. But the next day when they moved out, they just left all the doors open. Like they, they did not give a fuck. They didn't lock up behind them. So I went upstairs and walked through the apartment. I had never seen anything like it. Like they not and I actually talked to the landlord, the owner of the building or the building manager, and he said not only did they lose their deposit, but he was going to have to sue them because they yeah. there's, there's I, one I, thing I have to, friends of mine who they, they basically went through a whole week of this party. It was it was like a festival. It was it was a deposit festival. And yeah, they I I was serious about them blowing blow torches at the ceiling. Um, or blowing fireballs at the ceiling. They also had this wall where they started sticking knives in while they were fucked up. And I kept going back there, and it started off, the wall just had a few, like, kitchen knives and stuff in it. By the end, there was, like, medieval battle axes in there. I'm not shitting you. Like, samurai swords. I don't know where they found all this shit, but, like, <laughs> there, it's just like, it was, it was like a goddamn cartoon, man. Well, these guys, uh, with, they, they didn't go to that level of destruction. They they tried to be more creative. Well, I mean, they, they, they trashed it, and there were beer bottles and broken shit. But what they did with the walls is, like, it looked like a New York uh, subway car, New York City subway car back in the 70s and early 80s, where just graffiti. Like, they got a couple cans of spray paint and painted murals, and not, like, good artistic murals, but just, fuck you, or just, I'm so drunk, or just whatever they wanted to spray paint on the walls. Uh, so, just a coat of paint, two coats of paint, covered it up. But still, when you have to do that to, let me count in my head, bedroom, living room, hallway, bedroom, uh, hallway, dining room, kitchen. So that's seven rooms right there. These were big apartments. These were huge apartments. Yeah, they, they, they. <laughs> I, who does that? Like I, I. I'll, I'll bet. Get... I'll bet Trump does that to the White House the second week in January of his last year. Yeah. You know what I did with my apartment in college? I fought to get fifteen dollars back. I have not thought of this in however many years. This is so stupid. Um, when we moved in, of course, you had this shitty. 20-year-old shower head in the bathroom. So I went out and bought a nice, like, rain shower or something that has a joint so that it goes up over your head. And, you know, I bought yeah. a really nice, expensive $50 shower head. Well, I wasn't home, but I granted access to the building management. They said, hey, we'd like to come and uh, look for damage on Wednesday between 9 a.m. and 5 p.m. If you're not there, can we enter the premises? And I said, absolutely. So they go through, and then they give me the list of things that are, I'm getting docked for, and it was $25 for a screen and $15 for a shower head. And I contacted them and said, no, dumb fuck, I'm taking my shower head with me. Yours is in a drawer. Give me that $15 back because I'm putting your shitty shower head back on. They tried to charge me. Like, even if I was leaving my shower head, they were going to try and charge me because it, it was like an upgrade. Fuck them. I thought yeah. that was the stupidest goddamn thing I had ever heard. But I, I got my $15 back. As, and they, made, they came back for a special visit to see that I had replaced my nice shower head with their piece of shit and then refunded my 50 i just thought they that paid was a guy who was on the clock 30 dollars to go check to see if that 15 <laughs> shower head was in there it's a principle exactly. of the thing man well, speaking of money uh again 
brand new news. This just hit this morning. Uh, last night at the close of the stock market, guess what? Nike stock hit an all-time high. I guess all those boycotts and rednecks and fat guys burning Nike shoes didn't really make the dent they thought it was going to. But like you and I said last week, Nike researched this, said this is the direction to go. We're going to piss 5% of the people off, but 95% of the people are going to love us. And they're making money hand over fist. I told you last week. Plus, that the real online- genius of their plan is, you know how, uh, you, you know, like Quaker Oats owns a, uh, half the cereal companies and General Mills owns the other half. Um, you know, uh, kind of parent companies, that kind of thing. A lot of mergers, that sort of thing. They What they did is they knew things were polarized. They pissed off half the country one way. They pissed off the other <laughs> half the country. The other, and they bought out New Balance secretly under under the table. You know, they, they, New Balance belongs to them. So all these guys going, fuck that. I'm burning my Nikes and buying six pairs of New Balance, you know. Boom. Going right into old man uh, uh, Winthrop Van Nike the third's pocket. <laughs> yes, that would be the smartest goddamn thing to do. Well, I mean, I just think it's funny because all these people are like, I'm so angry at Nike. They're going to tank. They're fuck Nike. And, you know, Nike's like, yeah, laughing all the way to the bank. Oh, oh yeah, man. It's I mean, it, because it's it can't be a serious boycott. You're boycotting him because he kneeled and he's anti-military like you voted for the guy who shit on John McCain for being a POW. I, you, you're clearly not sincere in this. Exactly. All right. More uh, news. These are things like listeners that know uh, I usually we, we, we collaborate very quickly like, hey, here are several news things that we can talk about. I didn't send you any of these because they're all breaking. Uh, here's one that I saw last night that I just think is interesting and funny because it plays into outrage. I don't know if you saw this, Jake, but uh, there are people in Texas who are angry at Willie Nelson because he is going to do a fundraising concert for Beto O'Rourke. Beto, is that his name? Beto, uh, the guy going against Ted Cruz. And they're oh. like, how un-American can you be? I'm not going to listen to Willie Nelson anymore. Like, have you not paid attention to Willie Nelson for the past 40 years? The guy, nothing about him says that he would be a Ted Cruz fan. Of course he is going to go in the direction of the sane, responsible candidate for Senate. Like, he doesn't campaign every year. Like, you don't see Willie Nelson out there on the political stump hawking candidates all the time. But when it comes down to a complete piece of shit asshole like Ted Cruz or Beto, uh, of course he's going to lean for the Democrat. That's true. I don't know if you've looked at Ted Cruz's polls, but... uh... As far as demographics go, the uh, stoned guys with hair down to their knees, he did worse in that demographic than any other demographic, man. And yeah, and I don't understand how anybody would be surprised by this move. To me, that was the, the funny part, is not the, the, the we're going to boycott Willie Nelson, just the fact that you didn't see it coming. That you thought that this musician that has always talked about uh, human rights or just being a decent person... right. Would would like? Did you think he was gonna like stand up like? And as much as I love humanity and smoke weed, I'm all about uh, uh, love and compassion. Ted Cruz is my guy. They they that's like saying, I can't even. I'm trying to come up with a parallel that's so obvious. Is like saying something like, "Oh, I jumped into that lake and can't believe I got wet." I have no idea. It's just it's absurd and funny, and people are just dumb and reactionary. I stuck my dick in that volcano and I still can't come. <laughs> I, st- 
I don't. When you said that, I don't. I think have we ever talked about this? I think we have, and I don't know why we would have. But the instant you said "stuck my dick in," the first thing I thought of was high school when my friends and I would piss in the in the uh, electrical sockets in one of the bathrooms until it sparked and there's no worse smell than burnt piss and occasionally we would blow a fuse uh, like a, a, a couple of classrooms surrounding that uh bathroom would would lose power and it's just Did you funny. ever get electrocuted from the stream like pissing on an electric fence you'd squirt it you'd go tss, and then pinch it off like you you'd do it quick so that it was never a direct current flow so back it's, to it's, you. it's like high voltage chicken i like this. yes <laughs> exactly but man i tell you there there would be times when the sparks that, I, that was shoot- one of dean martin's or uh, uh what, what's his name uh oh shit james that was one of james dean's less known movies is uh him and one of the other greaser kids he was the new guy at school you know what i mean and they were like we're playing high voltage chicken kid you start <laughs> pissing in the electric socket and i start pissing in the electric socket first one to stop pissing because they're getting shocked is a chicken and then they started pissing. And, Actually, uh, James Dean, yeah, he was shaking. Uh, his hair was smoking, but he won. And he and he and he banged the greaser chick at the end. I'm I'm gonna use names because I know they won't care. Usually we hide names on here because I've gotten in trouble in the past for talking about things. But um, Mark Cock and I would would pinch it off and play uh, high voltage chicken. But well, his Kurt, name's Cock. Of course he's good at this. You no, know what like, I mean? Like the Koch brothers, These, like K-O-C-H. Dude, roosters, uh, totally fuck chickens. And then Cock is also, you know, is Johnson. So he's he's going to be good at it, 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 uh, it pissing into, I, I would think. I would think he's a natural. He was born for it. His great-great-granddaddy did it. He's well, been, he's been, it's, been, it's been passed down the generations. My point is uh, Buster Carlson and Kurt Hansen would just let flow. They, they would just piss a stream right into the electrical socket, you know, aiming it, arcing it, until it sparked, and then they would pinch off. Like, they were the brave or the dumb uh, socket pissers. And, and now they can light light bulbs just by sticking them in their mouths like Uncle Fester. <laughs> <laughs> and those teachers said they wouldn't get anything out of pissing in sockets in the bathroom. Okay, here maybe I wish I hadn't used names because they're they're one of the two of them, and I'm not going to say which one because uh, this could get me in trouble. But He's running f- for state senator, and no. now there's this clip talking about him pissing no, in light sockets. Worse than that, what you just said about uh, a, a teacher saying they wouldn't go anywhere. Uh, my friend Mark and I were talking about the old gang and the high school running buddies and all that, and he said he was talking to one of them. And you're just like, hey, how you doing? What's going on at work? How you, you know, how's life? And the answer was, dude, oh, life is great. I just got a new job. It's awesome. I was delivering Pizza Hut uh, pizzas. I was delivering pizzas for Pizza Hut. But fuck those guys. Now I'm delivering for Domino's. And like he said it in such an uplifting. He was so happy and proud to have made that move. And Mark said he was just standing there going, you're a grown-ass adult talking about how proud you are to be working for Domino's because Pizza Hut sucks. Wow. So maybe they did get electrocuted in the dick one too many times is my point. Listen, you, you swing for a low bar and you'll, you'll, you'll always be pleased with yourself. That's what I say. Well, and I can't make too much fun because I became a comedian and we're not supposed to work shame since that guy Trader Joe's that actor from the Cosby show so I can't make fun but yeah I suppose uh, at least delivering pizzas is uh, 
steady and probably more profitable than being well, a yeah, comedian. Well, yeah, I was going to say, the, the, the pizza driver and the Trader Joe's guys make way more than me, so <laughs> I ain't going to make fun of them. <laughs> Same here. All right, let's get into topics that I sent you. Do you have any of the links that you want to start with? Anything going on in the world that you thought was worth uh, mentioning first? Um, I'm, I'm good with any of them, man. All right. This one captured my attention. Britain's first gender-fluid family prepare for total transformation as Father Louise is set to become a woman and Mother Nikki will become a man called Charlie and they are raising their child, Star Cloud, as a person, not a boy, letting him choose gender. There's a star cloud waiting in the sky. He'd like to come and meet us, but he thinks he'd blow our mind. Sorry. I had to sing David Bowie just now. Nothing wrong with that. So, okay, I, first of all, whatever makes you happy. I mean, we, we talked about how uh, a few weeks ago the CDC said don't wash condoms, and our take was... If you wash condoms and you find someone that is okay with washing condoms and reusing them, marry that person because you found your unicorn. These two people found their unicorn. You found... Yeah, man, I think it's kind of a cute story, you know? As long as they're not, like, really pressing this on the kid. Kind of like the opposite of, of like, a conservative Bible family going, boys, do not go to the theater. Slam your dick in between Bibles until you're straight again. You know what I mean? Like, if they're doing the opposite of that, like, how dare you like sports, Billy? That's a hate crime. You you put this dress on. As long as they're not doing that and really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let the kid do his thing. Well, see, that's where I have the problem. That the, the two of them finding one another and being a man trapped in a woman's body and a woman trapped in a man's body and finding love and acceptance, I'm all about it. It's easy to make fun of this story, but like you said, good for them. I do have a huge problem with raising the boy as a person and letting him choose his gender because it's one of those things that ends when you are three years old. You say boys have a penis and girls have a vagina. And, like, I, I, I've read books on transgender, and kids know. Like, kids aren't stupid. Yeah, like, yeah. They, you, if you say you're a boy and the kid says back, no, that doesn't feel right, then you have someone that is transgender. But if you actively create Yeah, I think this- you should have to deny it three times, like when they're crowning a new pope. Well, I'm just saying, like, if you actively raise the kid to say you can be whatever you want, a boy or a girl, that's complete and total fucking horseshit. If you tell your child, hey, you're a boy, and your child says back, that doesn't feel right to me, something's wrong, I'm confused, then you listen to that child, and you work it out, and you figure out if, yes, that child is transgender, and born, you know, with, with the incorrect gender for their, their, their mindset, their, their soul, whatever you want to call it. But the, the hammering down of you are a person and you get to choose whether you're a boy or a girl, fuck that. That is just fucking stupid. And I know because I have two kids. I have a boy and I have a girl. And we raised them not gender neutral, but we didn't find out the gender of either child when my wife was pregnant. So when my daughter was born, she was the first one. She went into a gender-neutral color room. It was green, and we, we bought her superhero T-shirts and trains and dolls. And the instant, I'm telling you, the instant she discovered what pink was and what Barbie was, that was it. She was off and running. 
Same right. thing with my son. When my son was born, he would wear I'm Daddy's Little Princess clothes because it was her, his big sister's hand-me-downs. And the instant, we never told him, you're a boy or you're this, but the instant, the absolute instant, he discovered trains and dinosaurs. It, it's just, he fucking loved it. And he it doesn't have a color preference, but like my daughter discovered pink. And so... They'll tell you what they are. The idea that you're going to let them... I think the reason you see, like, Johnny Depp's daughter or Will Smith's kids or all these famous parents' kids saying that they're gender fluid or gender neutral... To try to get a reality TV show out of the deal. Right. Well, and because their parents were off shooting movies and raised them to be sort of fucked up in a way. You talk to Gene Hackman and Miles Davis, who's dead, and uh, other parents, celebrity parents, who said they get to a certain point in their life and they realize, you know what? I was off making too many movies and I wasn't the best dad. And... So you can fuck your kids up, and I think this is one way to do it, is to try and pretend that gender is a neutral thing. Gender is gender. Just fucking say some people are born this way, some people are born that way, and the kid will know. The kid will inherently know. Yeah, I, it's it's funny. I, I And I, I like the spirit of what they're doing. I, I kind of see why they would do it, but it, it when you're when you're just sort of advocating the kids, oh, oh, no, you should totally be this way well you're, you're not really telling them to do their own thing you know like i uh, a friend of mine was telling me that his uh his his i think his sister had a couple kids in i i, I want to say oregon somewhere you know and and it was either like portland or seattle and he was like yeah man she's like super progressive and as are all of her friends and so yeah, she keeps stuff gender neutral with the kids, but I was I was talk. Oh, we got on the the topic of like um, um. We we were talking about the the army allowing women into the infantry. Sure, sure. And and they weren't allowed in there when I was there. And I was saying that yeah, people that I know that are still in, some of them were making a big deal about it. But even when they were talking about it when I was in, I was like, listen. This is going to, if they let women in, which, yeah, constitutionally, I think you should have to give them a right to do it. Um, but if, if if they allow them to do it, this is not going to come up a lot, man. Like, this is not a job that, that a lot of women are going to are gonna choose to do. They're, most of them are going to choose the smarter jobs that are inside the wire that have jobs waiting for them in the civilian world afterwards where while they're in, they're getting paid the exact same as you are while you're getting shot at, but they're not getting shot at. They're getting to shower every day. They're getting to go to the gym. They're getting to eat good food. And they're, they're getting actual life skills that are going to help them, not just sticking out of the top of turrets, uh, shooting at motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like that's just not, you know, and maybe showering once a month sometimes, you know, like that's just not something a lot of women are going to pick, man. It's, it's, it's a hard wiring thing. It's not even a society thing. And um, he was telling me, yeah, man, my sister had a couple kids, one boy and one girl. And yeah, she raises them gender neutral, lets them choose their own thing. And her, <laughs> a lot of her like super lefty friends get mad at her because, oh, the boy likes football and the girl likes Barbie. Oh, you're raising them. And these, it's like, no, no they chose that. The, the girl likes the Barbie dolls. The boy likes fucking football. Like, what, what, what do you want? What, what do you want me to slap the football out of the kid's hand and say, no, you play with this Barbie or it's a hate crime, Billy. Your name is fucking Stardust now or whatever. No, it's going to be hardwired. So basically, it. I will laugh when this kid chooses rugby and Axe body spray. That's what I hope this kid does. <laughs> 
<laughs> I hope he is the broiest fucking. Because the thing is, is you tend to push back. Listen to like Adam Carolla on his podcast. Pretty fucking conservative, and it's because he was raised by the '70s version of this. He was raised by these fucking like super hippie people who just hated the man and everything about it, and were just kind of freeloaders and stuff. And it, it, you know, it was just sort of like the extreme of of the left and so now now he fucking can't stand it you know and that's it sounds like that's kind of what's going to happen with this kid well and adam carolla two thoughts one adam carolla is i i don't know how conservative because i do listen to him but he's very even-handed he says yeah you're right he's more of a centrist and even even guys like nick DePaulo, it's like yeah, when you compare him to Breitbart, he's a centrist, but when you compare him to, like, most of the entertainment Bernie Sanders, yeah. And comedy, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and but the thing with Adam is he, he, he full well says this. Like, I have friends that are conservative. I have friends that are liberal. What are you doing? Are you getting a job? Are you paying your taxes? Are you contributing right, to society? Right. Great. Then leave me alone. Like, that's his thing is as long as you're working and being a good person, that's all that matters to him. Um, going back to what you were talking about, women in the military – uh, and how not many are going to choose to be the Green Beret type in the trenches, the ones that do choose that, those are the ones you do want at your side. Because right, yeah, if they've actively ass, made that choice, then they are going to kick ass. I agree with you that most will not choose that, and then the few that do, they are going to excel at it because they are driven. Dude, I was at this weird um, bar show that was, I don't know, kind of like an ambush show, and people just kind of coming in and, Oh, oh, I've got a story to tell you when you're done. Don't, I, I, I wasn't even going to talk about it, but go ahead. You, you do yours, and I'll tell mine. Well, so, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those where uh, literally the mic is going across the bar, just kind of in the middle of this room where people weren't expecting a show and no one's paying attention. And they, they have the TVs on, and there's sports stuff going on. And um, I'm kind of sitting in back where the it, it comments looking at other people. So I'm, I'm watching this UFC fight, and there's these two women fighting. And uh, look this up. I think her, her name was like Leslie Smith. But it it was, I, I want to say Tuesday, but it, it was it was sometime this week. And, well, last week for the listeners listening to this. And, and it, I, I, I was just kind of going back and forth looking at whatever. I look up, this lady's whole side of her head coming from her ear gushing with blood. Like cover, like literally the bloodiest fight I've ever seen. But it's all coming from her ear, and I'm like, "What the fuck happened?" You know? And they're still going, man. She's she's still going. There, I mean, it is just running down her head and just covering the fucking mat in in blood. I mean, I, I'm like, I can't believe they didn't stop the fight. I mean, it wasn't over her eyes, and she's still she's still fighting. But I mean, her ear is gushing blood. And so the, the round ends, and they go to break longer than a typical break because I think they're trying to figure out, hey, what the fuck do we do with an ear that's hanging halfway off? And um, and then they they just kind of, like, she got her ear ripped halfway off her head somehow, you know? And and they go to break, and they put it back together with, I, I don't know, fucking chewing gum. I, I don't Like, they're just kind of riffing in the corner because they're like, what the fuck do we do with an ear that's hanging halfway off? I don't think that comes up a lot. So they 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 somehow get it stopped and they stop the they start the next fight you know or they start the next round and it's not bleeding at the start but of course as you can imagine the first thing that the first time that thing even gets brushed with either one of their gloves I mean it's it's flowing like a geyser again and so they just stop the fight you know and this lady was going up to the ref 
And just like, what the fuck do you mean you're stopping the fight? What, just because I, I don't need both my ears to fight? I don't even use my ears to fight. This is bullshit. I don't even need to hear with the outside <laughs> of my ear. That happens on the inside of the ear. Maybe if you knew about women's holes, your wife wouldn't be fucking around on you, ref. Oh, and she's just all in his face and shit. You know what I mean? Uh, roasting him and everything and just fucking, I, I, that's what's wrong with this country. You goddamn liberal snowflakes are changing the rules to where you need both your ears to fight but I'm, this thing was hanging <laughs> off of her head apparently because i went back and watched it look it up for the listeners look it up it's um uh, leslie smith i believe was her name but if you even type in um anywhere ufc ear this is the first thing that comes up man she had a cauliflower ear and she gets punched right in the cauliflower ear it explodes and it's hanging halfway off her fucking head crazy but she's still like i can't believe how, how i mean she was outraged just shocked at it. Just looking at the ref going, I, what do you mean you're stopping the fight? This is bullshit. Like, I hope she got, like, all fucking, like, Serena Williams on it. You wouldn't stop the fight just because a man only had one ear. God damn it. How dare you? Vincent Von Gogh was a one-ear artist who painted canvas with masterpieces, and I'm going to paint the canvas with this bitch. You know? Like, it, she was, dude, toughest one I've ever seen. A abso absolutely. She would fuck the Taliban up. There, there's a, a clip that I've seen. It, it comes up on Facebook every so often. It's been going on for years. It's beautiful. You've probably seen it too. It's this supercut of soccer players uh, flopping where someone walks by and breathes on them and they fall to the ground like, oh my God, I'm dying. Or, you know, like they, you've, and then at the very end of it, it's not that long, maybe it's 30 seconds and they show several guys so very obviously faking an injury. And the last yeah. thing is this female soccer player who I don't know if they show the collision, but they show her getting up, her face is bloody, and she just spits this huge hawk of blood and loogie out and then just like you know walks off on her own power like no, like she goes down gets up fuck this funk, and then walks off like like no crying no rolling around and holding her ankle or you know asking for a stretcher like all the fucking male soccer players do nope she gets up spits awesome. blood and like she has this fierce look on her face like bring it and it's just the best thing you've ever seen and like you just ended she would fuck the taliban up because she can take a hit unlike male soccer players oh yeah dude uh both both my brothers do jujitsu right and um my middle brother his his girlfriend uh she she does jujitsu as well she's also she's gotten into kickboxing man and I, I met her when she was pretty young when they came out here like a couple years ago. She was like 19, 20. And like she's a little bit older now. And I mean, it's gotten fucking jacked, dude. And I, I, like, I'm looking at pictures of her fighting on Facebook. And I mean, yeah, dude, just completely jacked. And she fucks people up, man. Like they said, she, she trains with dudes in jujitsu and fucking like boxing. And she, like, I mean, and like goes toe to toe with them. Like, like fucks dudes up, you know, and it's, um, if anybody else in my family was, was, uh, you, you know, if, if it came out that they beat up their girlfriends, I would ask, uh, how could you do that? You know, if it came out that my brother beat up his girlfriend, I'd be like, wow, how did you do that, man? What did you do? Did you stay on the outside? Did you jab? Were you going inside? Was it, did, did you take it to the ground game? Like she would, 
She could fuck him up, dude. I would, I would be worried about my brother. If I heard there was domestic violence between him and his girlfriend, I'd be like, oh, shit, is he okay? <laughs> he's the only person I would ask him. Like, oh, fuck. I, I wish he didn't fuck him up too bad. I mean, he's not like, he can still talk, right? He's not like in the hospital. I mean, the thing I think of uh, is, is the movie Aliens. Hey, Vasquez, have you ever been mistaken for a man? No, have you? I mean, that was just a fucking sick burn on uh, on uh, Bill Paxton. The ah, oh, he's <laughs> the late Bill Paxton. He's he's so missed. I, I as I was saying it, I, I even forgot that he'd passed away. Ah, Bill. Paxton. I love you, some Bill Paxton, man. And I loved him in everything he did. My favorite thing ever still is that small role he had in Aliens, where he's yelling, "Game over, man." I fucking love it. Yeah, that's what I just referenced, man. When he's asking Vasquez, "Have you ever been mistaken for?" Oh, Vasquez! I thought you were yeah. for some reason. I thought you were talking about Twister. I, I, yeah, I. No, I don't no, know why no. I she, yeah, he's like, that's when they're. It's before Vasquez, they even make it right. to the planet. He's like, "Have you?" She's doing pull-ups, and <laughs> she, yeah. no, have you? Um, so very quickly before we get out of here, two things. One. Uh, I'm not going to go into detail because I realized after I said, ooh, don't let me forget this. It's not that interesting a story because we've talked about it before. But um, I did two shows last week. One was a corporate event for a bunch of bankers, and then the other was a bar show. Jake, which one uh, went well and which one sucked? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, I'm going to say the the corporate event went well and the bar show sucked but you could really interchange these like i those kind of things where you're doing for people's work those tend to go either really well or really not well well you got it right the corporate event for the bankers was fan fucking tastic they couldn't have been better uh I, I, corporate shows can go right in the toilet but these people were wonderful and they laughed and i felt good and then the next night i did the bar show and it was exactly what you described they had it was on a saturday night Every TV was showing college football. It was a dance club. Now, they promoted it. They hired me, and they said, we want to try a comedy show. And so I said, great, let's do it. And they made a Facebook event, and they were like, hey, we want comedy. We want comedy. We're having comedy. We're having comedy. And so I don't want to say it was an ambush show, but when we showed up, uh, the the like the show was supposed to start at 10 p.m. He wanted it to start, and at 10 at 9:50, we're just you know the other comic and I, Travis Bales, you know him. We yeah. were just sort of hanging out, waiting. Like okay, uh, they they said the comedy's gonna you know we introduced ourselves when we showed up, and 10 o'clock rolls around and uh, there is loud pulsating dance music and wait, there's, there's, what what night is this? This is Saturday uh, night, so you oh, got college yeah, football. Dude, on. that's kind of yeah. If it's if it's a bar that fills up with regulars anyway, then yeah, and there I mean, you go. They're not expecting a show, man. They're just not expecting even if even if you promote it, unless there's like a back room or something. Well, I, here, this yeah, is that's going to be a fucking nightmare. This is what I told the guy after it failed. So at ten fifteen, he walks up to us and says, "You guys can start whenever you want." And I'm like. We kind of thought you'd shut the music down, make an announcement that you're having comedy. Nope. So the he gives uh, Travis the uh, the microphone, just kills the music, and Travis is like, hey, you know, comedy show, who's ready Those for it? Those are the it? fucking worst, man. Nobody stopped talking. Like, there were guys at the bar one foot away from him, actively with their back to him. Like, fuck this, we're just talking oh, to yeah. the bartender. We never, they never turned off the dance lighting. The owner then went and started playing pool. Like as the show started, he didn't even give it like two seconds chance. So the whole evening was a disaster. And after it was over, he's like, yeah, that didn't really go well, did it? And I'm like, 
I look. I don't want to say anything bad about your and and, and as I was on uh, because Travis got out early because he was the opener. More and more regulars showed up the closer it got to midnight. So by eleven forty-five, I was supposed to go till midnight. I was supposed to go for an hour and fifteen. It was just packed full of people who just wondered why they even if they couldn't see me because there was no stage like you said there was no lighting it was just me in the darkness Travis in the darkness till we were on the floor uh no stage so like I was just in the middle of a crowd with a microphone so if you walked in the door you just heard some asshole talking but you didn't know who that asshole was and you're like what the fuck is happening so at the end of the night he's like yeah that didn't really go well I'm like yeah I I don't want to tell you how to do anything but if you were ever to try comedy again maybe make the comedy show special and separate from your dance club and have the show from 8 to 9.30 and then when your dance regulars start showing up at 10 p.m. because when we showed up it it was fairly empty and they're like oh Oh, no, our crowd comes in later. And I'm like, oh, boy. Well, yeah, like yeah, you, you said, want to get them there early. If, if your crowd, if you already have a crowd, you don't need to do a comedy show. Yeah. You, you was, have a crowd. You have a crowd there to be there. So, but basically what you're doing is, you know, they're, they're showing up there for, for dancing and, you, you know, or just, just getting drunk and talking to each other and being social and, and watching football and, doing bar stuff, right? If you're if you're throwing a comedy show at them when they were already going to be there to do the opposite of listen to you do comedy, that fucking sucks, man. And so and and there's no reason for it. You know, you should you should want to do a comedy show to bring people into the bar, not do a comedy show for the people that are already there. If they're exactly. already there, they, you, they don't need you. Yep, you nailed it right on the head. That's like saying, "Hey, you know what's really fucking awesome is uh burritos." Fucking love a good burrito. Um, I got this Chinese restaurant that's packed every single Friday night. <laughs> fucking serve all burritos. <laughs> oh, you want the General Tso's, huh? Have this fucking steak burrito. It's amazing. All right. Let's uh, wrap it up with our final news story. And this one is one I feel bad for because this, this could have been any of us. Jake, this could have happened to you. This could have happened to me. Any listener listening right now, I want you to just think about what I'm going to say because this is us. This could have been us. Woman blows fingers off after mistaking stick of dynamite for candle. It's better to burn out than <laughs> fade away, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, how how often have you reached into your candle, uh, your your closet to grab a candle, and you go, "Ooh, ooh stick of dynamite!" Almost did it, and you just you narrowly narrowly escape blowing your fingers off because you set the dynamite down because you realized what you're doing. Who keeps dynamite to be, in a goddamn to be, home? Uh, dude, I think I think Bridgeport, that dynamite. Connecticut. I think, dude, I think that dynamite company should be sued for making potpourri scented dynamite. That's unnecessary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? People ain't using dynamite for the smell. Quit making them look and smell like candles. I want it. And they, the thing is, this hasn't been updated since it happened several days ago. I mean, it, it, they don't say why dynamite is in the house. The well, woman's dude, entire it's... family, the woman's entire family, including a small child, was home. Uh, thankfully, nobody else was injured, but. Like she blew off part of her hand, which is sad. But at what point? Well, like, dude, when you she's light the quit. dynamite and it goes, you like, don't you fucking throw it? Like, what, do you run around like it's a cartoon? Like, oh my god, hot potato, hot potato. I mean, what do you do when you light the dynamite? That for some well, fucking you know, not reason to you blame the victim, home? but that lady shouldn't have been chasing that roadrunner so much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, you know, she keeps trying to kill that. Ru- ru- all he did was say meep meep. All he did was say meep meep, and you're trying to fucking eat him all the time. 
Exactly. All right. I'm about to sneeze. <coughs> sneeze. Yep, there it was. All right. Uh, nothing else too exciting to report. So, listeners, if you... Uh, have thoughts on if you want to get mad at us for sort of making fun of people that blow their fingers off with dynamite because you're a victim of uh, dynamite confusion with a candle contact us we'll apologize next week uh for for making fun because we know it's a serious issue uh the, the dynamite uh, candle confusion Other and i get that, it i i almost lost uh, part of my dick because i mistaked a um a, a barrel of firecrackers for a pocket pussy <laughs> i feel Jake, her pain jakevevra.com nathantimmel.com please tell your friends to listen if you haven't written a review for us go say nice things about us where you can and and spread the word like when we post a link uh, retweet us repost it you can find us everywhere especially spotify which is becoming so popular for us so thank you thank you thank you and goodbye until next week later later